Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, if you're looking for a good time, if you're looking for an avalanche of winnings, they got it going on down at Potawatomi Casino Hotel, Hotel Casino, and uh, Bingo is back. They're happy to say Bingo is back. So if you're looking for uh, a room to stay in, you go down there, you just kind of stay and play. Good stuff from our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. And you can go to PaysBig.com for reservations to see everything they have to offer for the restaurants that are inside Potawatomi. It's a great time. Go to Potawatomi Hotel Casino. That's Potawatomi Hotel Casino. And uh, and see for yourself. Good, good stuff. Uh, let's do this. Matt LaFleur was at the podium just a short period of time ago. Let's take a listen to the head coach of the Green Bay Packers um, being one of the finalists you know, for that. But um, when he talked about you know, I know you guys are going to puke, but it's what's ahead. It's what's ahead. You can't win out if you don't win one. And he's right. And I know it's cliche, and I know, you know, media guys inside that, you know, session want to hear more. You know, Bakhtiari not going to play. We there, There's some things there we obviously know. I mean, they're going to, you know, work on that and look at it, you know, to, till game time, and then we're all going to, they're going to make the decision. We already know what's been made. But, um, but no, I, they're, they're, you, you can't look past the Rams. You just can't. No way. Um, with or without Baker Mayfield, there's just a rejuvenation there. So we talked about that early on in the show. It It is what it is. Uh, they're a team that can, you know, you, look, you're not good enough to roll your helmet out there. Put it that way. You can't just say, we're playing the Rams. Rams are terrible. Here you go. Not going to happen. So you, you gotta, you're going to have to really, really, really come ready to play. Just learn about that too, Bill. Thank you very much. There you go. Thank you very much. I mean, you look at the Packers' wins. They beat the Bears, sub-500. They beat the Buccaneers, sub-500. They beat the Patriots, Bailey Zappi. They beat the Cowboys. That's a plus-500 team. Then they beat the Bears again. So two of their wins are against the Bears. They did beat the Cowboys, solid team. They did beat the Patriots, solid team. But, and this was just asked me, and I want to deal with this when we come back. Uh, Chris writes, hey, Bill, you look at some of the Packers' losses and some of the games they could have won. If they just make a play here and a play there, are they a better team than what their record indicates? And that's from Chris. I want to deal with that when we come back. Because there's, I, I just let me do this uh, because I'm up against it and I don't want to get too long winded here, so I got to take a quick break. But it's it's a really good question, and I understand where you're coming from, and I know where the question, where the depths of the question comes from, because you're hoping for hope that this team is better than what we've witnessed. So stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends uh, over there at uh, Smoke on the Water in Sloppy Joe's. We were just out at Smoke on the Water on Tuesday night. Uh, the Fisher House had a meeting. Uh, our board of directors meeting. And it was kind of our final end of season a little bit. It's not a really soiree, if you will, but we do some appetizers and a couple of drinks and talk shop. And then we just kind of relax a little bit because uh, all year long we're, you know, making decisions for money and, and, you know, different things. But it was great. And the food, Jerry Garcia is the new chef over there at Smoke on the Water. It, it, fantastic stuff. He's always coming up with new dishes. And he just is so dedicated to all of that. I've known Jerry for years and years and years going all the way back when he was doing the tailgate stuff out in front of Miller Park. So good stuff with Jerry out there on staff now. And then I saw they had some music down at Sloppy Joe's, 
and they're doing some Christmas party stuff, and they're doing a, a, a lot of things on the weekends for breakfasts. Uh, Sloppy Joe's is great, too. So if you're in Hubertus, on Hubertus, a good, old-fashioned Wisconsin bar, that's Sloppy Joe's. Or you go to Lake Country, out on the lake, kind of expanded. They have music downstairs, a lot of partying going on. That is our friends at Smoke on the Water. Either place you can't go wrong, owned by Joe and Ellen Hennis, both people Absolutely fantastic. Both locations, the exact same. Good places, good people, good fun. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. You know, it's not the time of year that you start thinking about maybe a mortgage, new house, refi, all that kind of stuff. But uh, this portion of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by Lisa Lee Ortel, the real estate agent and her company. And they can help you with all your real estate needs, whether you're you know looking to buy, sell, maybe invest in property. You got uh, some cash, some jingle in your pocket. Uh, you want to you look into that uh, because the interest rates are high and the market's cooling off. And now is the time. You always know when the market cools off, that's the time you kind of scoop in and get your best deal. So you can follow her on Facebook or email her at lisamoveswi at gmail.com, lisamoveswi at gmail.com, or call her. And just say, if you've got some questions, just say, hey, is this the good time? Is this not a good time? Whatever. 414-617-6798. 414-617-6798. Lisa's got a team of experts, and they work with you. They can help you at a 1% closing cost credit right now, up to three grand. They can help you get free mortgage refis on loans closed still this year. That's worth something. And the best part about it is veterans, listen up. She understands and works with veterans and the VA loans. So check that out. She's also a certified condo specialist. Go to lisamoveswi at gmail.com, lisamoveswi at gmail.com, or call her 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798, and see for yourself. There you go. Um, ben, I got to admit, what the hell was I talking about when I went to break? What was I talking about when I went to oh, break? Looking, I don't even remember. <laughs> looking back at the Packers season, the thing is, this is proof that I'm a good producer. Because I would say yes. we were getting into an argument about Christmas movies. But I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you were talking about looking back at the Packers season in the one or two plays that could have gone either direction. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, To yes, wonder yes, yes, if things could be different, to look forward. I had three emails here, and I'm thinking, which one did I read? And I'm like, damn. Oh, I it's read the one about all, Die Hard. Just, yes. Now, yeah, well, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it was... Is this a better team than what the record indicates? Okay. So I want to go back here. The, <laughs> first of all, <coughs> excuse me, the answer is no. They are what they are. The reason they are what they are is because they've made enough mistakes, committed enough errors, played it poorly enough, without tenacity, without passion, enough to be where they're at. They've dug their own hole. Whether it's missed tackles, dumbass passes, um, guys not knowing where to go, turning inside when they should be going outside, Rogers throwing one way, not the other, you know, uh, all of this. It's been a calamity of errors that has happened this season. You go back to the Giants game. Could they have won that game? Another play or two here or there? Absolutely. Could they have won the Commanders game in Washington? Absolutely. Could they have won the Lions game 
Absolutely. Could they have won the Titans game? No. They got their ass handed to them. They got their ass handed to them. Could they have capitalized on great field position consistently in the Eagles game and won that game? Yeah. But they chose not to tackle. They chose to play back. Joe Barry, whatever reason, chose that he's going to put spies on Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts is just going to run wild until guys go, oh, yeah, there he goes, and, and they couldn't tackle. This could be a dramatically different season. But because of their own ineptitude, it's not. So are they better? That's what the last four games are going to show us. Have they learned from their mistakes? We keep, you know, and, and I know, <laughs> excuse me, I make fun of it. But Matt LaFleur going, well, i got to check the tape. Well, what ch- tape are you checking? It's the same mistakes. It's a bad call on third and short. It's a bad call on second and short. It's arm tackles, missed tackles, a lack of aggressiveness. Guys not even tackling but doing the ole, hoping to trip somebody. You know, bad reads by your. You want it to look clear. There you go. Bad reads by your quarterback, and a quarterback wanting the people to be up here, but they're not. They're down here. So you have to lower yourself to say, "I am going to help you come to here." Don't just look at them and yell at them because they're not here, or become frustrated because they're not up here. So. They are what they are because of their own ineptitude. And they get another shot at it, and they have been gifted in the spirit of giving. They have, and maybe it'll happen again tonight, but they have been gifted an opportunity to make still the most of this season, a season in which we should have been sitting here going, this team's done, they're out, let's talk about the draft. This coming Monday night, his first time in prime time, is going to be uh, Jordan Love starting the whole thing. Instead, they've been gifted the end of the season. They've been gifted this opportunity. If they come out and they're flat and they don't tackle and they miss reads and they can't get a play in and they're calling timeouts because the play clock's running down and, you know, all that's their own fault, and that's coaching. It's a tenacity by the player and coaches who are just, they've lost it. They've lost him. What else would you say? Is Gudikins going to go, you know what? This group of guys I put together, between you, me, and the fence post, they really suck. A whole team has not fallen off all at once. They didn't get old all at once. They didn't forget how to play football all at once. I think there's a lot of things going on here, but the number one thing I'll look at is coaching. That's it. Do you also think we're partially caught up in the moment here where the team hasn't played a game in two weeks? And well, well, we have tomorrow's show, we have Monday's show even, to talk about the next game. And, yeah, they beat the Bears. It wasn't the most clean game ever. No, it was, it was a matter of fact, up until the fourth quarter, it wasn't even a good game. Right. They looked terrible early on in that game. But what I'm grabbing on to is not the second half of the Bills game, is not the second half of the, the Eagles game. What I'm grabbing on to is they, 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 they got the energy. And they showed up and they won. And in doing so, they gave themselves a little bit of life. They they, they showed themselves, yeah, we can win. We got a a legitimate weapon in, in Christian Watson that when he catches the ball, dude just strides and nobody's going to catch him. 
We got a tight end that's serviceable. We got a run game that's okay. We found a, another left tackle in Zach Tom that he'll be okay until, you know, it may not be great, but he'll be okay until Bakhtiari comes back. All we need now is a defense to go. We're going to get off our ass and tackle. We're actually going to. We're actually going to give a damn. Whether because of or in spite of Joe Barry, you know. It, so, I I just Monday night is a. I am waiting for Monday night with an incredibly optimistic and impassioned sense as a fan. Um, and, you know, look, as somebody who understands the reality of what it is and where they've dug themselves, psh, the likelihood of them getting to the postseason and doing anything is is really, really few and far between. It's almost nil. I agree with that. But as a fan, you know, I can look at all the optimistic stuff. I can sit here and say, it was supposed to be a pretty good defense on paper. So what's happened? Did everybody get bad at one? I mean, even even Andy Herman, when he had him on earlier, he's like, no. No, guys don't believe in this scheme. They don't believe in Joe Barry. Now, do I think guys are suddenly going to come back and go, Joe, we got your back? No. But I think guys are going to look at each other and go, we got to play together. We got to be on the same page. We got to play together. If we play together, we can win. If we don't, we're not going to. You know, I I, I just really believe that. I believe it's going to be the guys that take it, take it into their own hands to win games in spite of what Joe Barry's calling. Speaking of the draft, though, don't worry. I have I have lists of tight ends that can work for this for this football team. (laughs) It's a damn good tight end draft. All right. Yeah. Well, that too. They do need a good tight end. They need another one. They need another one. Oh, this kid from Uh, Georgia is like six eight, two fifty, and just runs through people. Oh, I I would love to see him, and I would love to see uh, Tanyan obviously stick around, have another guy alongside him. And really become a dynamic duo of tight ends and the usability of tight ends. Well, Josiah DeGuara is that guy, as we've been told for no, two years. No, he's not. He's <laughs> another third-round draft choice Aww. that you know you need to you need to go ahead and flush. Come on, Bill. They need a fullback. Yeah, that's why they haven't won these games. Yeah. Can you imagine on the goal line in Detroit if they had a fullback in there and just gave him the ball three times? Uh, can you imagine if Detroit they actually ran the ball three times? <laughs> Just say, you know, hey, I'm the let's voice. Just, let's start with there. I'm the voice of the people here, though. You know, I, I know the hey, people. Hey, by the way, am I losing you tomorrow? No. Why? Are, you, are you mentally out of this? Because tomorrow begins, uh, you know, bowl mania. <laughs> well, losing is a, it depends how you define losing. Um, how are you doing today, Ben? Oh, come on, Miami of Ohio Redskins. <laughs> I got money on it. I got money on it. Black game starts at ten thirty. It's the Red Hawks now. I got to. I got to be careful. It's a Red. No, Hawks. that game doesn't do it for me. I will tell you, UTSA Troy is a sneaky banger, though. That starts at two o'clock, so we're good. There you go. Okay. Troy can play, man. Give it up for Troy. The there most of the games are on Saturday. Um, Correct, but we do have games tomorrow during the show. Yes. Yes, yes. And no. During the show. And I know you. It's like when golf is on. If I don't well, catch you during a commercial break, man, you you're mentally gone. <laughs> you're out. Well, if you want to speak golf, Tiger Woods does play golf this weekend with his son. I was going to say his son is actually going to play from the from the the tips as well, right? Oh yeah. So, if if you want to Cuz that was the big announcement that his son was going to play from the back tees. I I'll tell you what, nothing captures the attention of people that live for golf more than Tiger Woods' son. 
in a not weird you, way. Can you imagine <laughs> if Tiger Woods' son ends up being as good, if not better, than Tiger? I could see it, frankly. And, because, and, and just brings in that new, and and I can't even imagine it, because the, the world would go nuts. I mean, the whole he's got enough pressure on you as it is, don't get me wrong, but people would go nuts. At least Tiger named him Charlie, as opposed to LeBron, who named his kid Bronny, and then said, oh, I don't want him to have a big spotlight. I want him to live right. his own life. It's like, dude, you named him Bronny Jr. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. Got a couple of segments to go before we get out of here. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Sunset Grill, Pewaukee. They want me to remind you they've got uh, some trivia. they got some uh, karaoke going on, entertainment on the weekend, good food. Come on out and watch the games. Bowl Mania on the tubes out there at Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Stop in. Say hi. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This weekend in Milwaukee, uh, if you have uh, not taken a look at it yet, uh, the ICHC.net, ICHC.net. Now, what is that, uh, you're asking? Because it's the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. They have a few. I was talking to uh, to our buddy, Corey, over there, and uh, coming up this weekend, it is Christmas O'Carolyn. If you want to get into the holiday spirit, it is Christmas O'Carolyn, and it's taking place uh, at the uh, Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, which is a beautiful, beautiful hall, coming up uh, this weekend on the 18th. And they do have some – it's Sunday, and we don't have a Packers game. And they do have some tickets available. So if you are looking to go, they do have some tickets. I highly suggest if, if, you, if you just want to get into some good caroling Christmas spirit, this is the place to go for sure. It's just awesome. And it's such an uh, old, beautiful, beautiful hall right there on Wisconsin Avenue, uh, just east, or excuse me, just west of downtown near the Marquette campus. Uh, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, beautiful place in Christmas O'Caroling, uh, featuring Reverie Road coming up this weekend, December 18th. It's Sunday, December 18th. And get your tickets now. It, get Take the kids. They will love it. Love it if you haven't seen this. So uh, by all means, uh, get a hold of ICHC.net. That's ICHC.net. I just had a buddy of mine said, I'm just not in the Christmas spirit. I, I, I got a hold of him. I said, hey, here you go. Here's the, here's the link. Go to it. Get yourself some tickets. Uh, and if you don't even want to get tickets, I'll buy you the tickets. You know. And I, so I told him, I said, go. You got to go. He's just a little bit down. That's okay. But unless you want to call him direct, 414-345-8800, 414 414- Three four five eighty eight hundred. Uh, get a hold of my buddy Corey Webster over there, ICHC.net or 414-345-8800 and celebrating uh, 30 years, 30 years of being there. And they've been around a long time and it, it's a great, great, great sing along and Christmas spirit. And it's just so much fun. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, uh, I'll ask this. Fred says, hey, Ben, what do you love more, bowl season or golf opening season? 
in in Hawaii, in Honolulu, Hawaii? Wow. That's a good question. Likely bowl season because it extends through an entire month. Right. I tend to not get into golf full on until the NFL season ends, once they get to the waste management and stuff. Okay. But but nothing beats bowl season. I don't care who's playing. It's just chaos. It's amazing. And then towards the end, you get to the actual good games and you get out of all of your terrible family obligations. You're you're sitting there. Everyone's, I don't know, doing something you don't want to do. You say, oh, the Rose Bowl's on. Let me go watch that. It's perfect. Yes. Bowl season is there's I like bowl season. And this is the reason why, because whether I'm at home sitting downstairs in the bar, sipping something or I'm out and about. Uh, and I just had another friend of mine that said, hey, uh, are we going to get a cigar together this weekend? Which you're probably going to do that. I told you I was going to Nice Ash. I, either way, I can sit down. I've got a bowl game on. I've got an NFL game on. I am kicked back, relaxed, throw a little music on. I'm in heaven. I, I, it, except for the weather, which I'm watching outside of my window right now as it sleets on top of everything that we've had already. It's sleeting. But I'm in heaven. When it comes to bowl season and football and NFL and all that kind of stuff, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. Good. It's almost as good as, say, you got nothing going on, it's summertime, it's a Wednesday night, and you go down to one of the bars or pubs or what have you, and you've got 15 TVs, and the Brewers are on, say, 10 of them, and then you got three or four other games going, you got a ton of baseball, and you're sitting back going, oh, yeah, okay. I love it. That's that's the way I feel summertime wise. Oh, you put you put fifteen bucks on North Texas versus Boise State. You know neither team can make a field goal. <laughs> One team's on its four string quarterback. The other coach got fired last week, and it's awesome. Right? Okay. There you go. Uh, this is from Janice, who says, uh, "Wasn't it a couple of weeks ago you were on what do you call it? Tweeter deck? It's not Tweeter deck. It's Tweet deck. And all of the Asian porn. She said, "Yes, I see it." Thank you very much for verifying the the Asian porn. <laughs> it's tweet deck, not tweeter deck. So if you're looking at it, you would know that. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, what else do we have? Is some people just get way off base. Uh, Bulldog fan says, uh, "No way the Packers beat the Rams. They're feeling it right now, and the Packers are coming back after a bye week. And we all know the record of Matt Lafleur after a bye week." Here's something else to think about, though. I Matt Lafleur's. I don't even know. Ben, do we have what the track record is coming out of a buy for Matt Lafleur? Can I will you, find. Can it. You find that for me. Yep. See if you can find that for me. Uh, but Bulldog fan, also remember, under Matt Lafleur, the Packers are 15 and one in the month of December. Did you know that? 15 and one in the month of December. Something's got to give, right? Something's got to give. But 15 and 1 in the month of December. Almost perfect. Keep that in mind. There, there's there's that little bit of uh that little bit of thought of saying, yeah, you know, they can do this. They can do this. Sure. Good stuff. It's and I can't take credit for the 15 and 1. The 15 and 1 is uh in the Packers game notes, and Mike Clemens brought it up last night. But but uh I did know that the record in the month of December has been very, very, very good. Packers just excel. And as, as he said during that press conference, in case you were listening, that it's not that you love cold weather and nasty weather and inclement weather and it's, bleh, you know, it's the fact that you've got a state of mind. You 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 can win a game before 
they even take the field because they're more concerned about the weather than the details of what they went through all week long leading up to the game. You know, that's that's kind of what it is. So that's that's where you can win. Do you want to count playoffs sense. for this for this uh, sure. practice? Sure. Okay. Sure. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way because nobody else had it. You're actually looking it up. Uh, yes, each game. You're going season by season and looking it up. I, 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 I appreciate that. So let's do this. We'll take a break. We'll come back. You'll give us those numbers. You got some time. Hang in there. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Stay tuned. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are getting ready for the Rams on Monday night. Although Green Bay is a long shot to make the playoffs, here's one fact to consider. Under Matt LaFleur, since 2019, the Packers' record for games in the month of December is 15-1. and Packers halfback, A.J. Dillon. At this point, or very close to this point, the last two years we had already clinched the playoffs. You know, it's, it's, it's very, like, it's human nature to know that, you know, in order for us to get to where we want to get, we got to win them all. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's it's like a, the elephant in the room or anything like that. Wide receiver Alan Lazard on finally getting a bye week to rest up the body before the final push through these last four games on the schedule. Definitely feel like a, a new energy, you know, back in the locker room today, you know, just for the rest of the week and everything, just being able to knowing what we have ahead of us and uh, it's very well within our reach. The Rams are 0-2 so far Lambeau Field under head coach Sean McVay, who when he got the job as head coach, his first hire was Matt LaFleur as offensive coordinator. McVay on learning the forecast for Monday night is mostly cloudy and a game time temperature of 12 above. You know, it's a special place. You know, I, I love this game. I mean, you can feel the, the history and what a special venue it is, you know, how important it is, you know, to just that area. And obviously I'm familiar with it just because of my relationship with Matt, but going there, this being the third time you know, in the last couple of years is, uh, you know, I, I, I prefer the L.A. weather always, <laughs> but it'll be it'll be great. That's Rams head coach Sean McVay in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show. This week, I stopped. I did some. Uh, oh, boy. I tell you, it was awesome. I uh, stopped out to JNL Tire. I took my car out on Monday because I was panicking because uh, I heard this grinding noise and people were not kind enough to start sending me in information saying, man, it sounds like a wheel hub. Check this out. Check that out. I, so I take it out and I get out to JNL Tire and I'm expecting the worst. He calls me back the next day and says, OK, your car's ready. Come and get it. The oil pan, the, the pan that guards the bottom of the, the engine. One of the connectors had come loose, and it kind of rotated, and it was, like, rotated against a drive of the car. So as I would roll, it would grind, which sounded like maybe it was a wheel bearing. And it was freaking me out, and he's like, I, I said, okay, what do I owe you? And he said, nothing. It was one clip, and it's up. It's secure now. No worries, that type of thing. They're, they're just great people. They're try- they could have told me, like going back to the old Seinfeld, hey, Johnson rod, you need a new Johnson rod in there. And you wouldn't know. You know, okay, got to fix it. But they're, they're like, didn't charge me anything. It's just good people. That's JNL Tire Service. JNL.com. That is JNL.com. JNL Tire Service out in Johnson Creek. Just great people. 
And I just love them out there. Lyle and, and Chad and his staff, they're just so fantastic. And they're trustworthy, and that's the reason you go there. So whether you're going for an oil change or you're a big rig driver and you need brakes on your on your semi-trailer, whatever it is, they can handle everything in between. Stop out and tell them we, uh, we appreciate them so much. So, Ben, what is the record of the Green Bay Packers under Matt LaFleur coming out of a bye week? So they're 3-3 three and three total. One and two in the and these numbers are not exact. No exact science here. So if someone would like okay. to fact check, I'm kidding. Okay. I, I think this is correct. They're You're one doing and, it on the fly, so here we go. Well, they're one and two in the regular season. They lost versus San Francisco in twenty nineteen, Tampa in twenty twenty. And then last year it was that Sunday night game against Chicago where the special teams tried to give it away, but they somehow uh ended up still winning because the Bears stunk. They are two and one in the postseason. They beat the Seahawks in 2019, the Rams in 2020 to advance mm-hmm. to the NFC title game, and then obviously last year, San Francisco. So the the context is weird because 2019, that game off a bye against San Francisco, that team went to the Super Bowl and probably should have won it if Jimmy G could have completed that pass. 2020, the loss versus Tampa, Tampa obviously went on to win the Super Bowl that year. So they played good teams. And then in 2021, the Bears stunk. So, they're average. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just they're average coming out of a bye. Yes. And I can't go and say why they lost to San Francisco and Tampa. That's not off the Mm -hmm. top of my brain. I can't say if it's coaching or not. Um, 2021, it definitely was not coaching because the Bears had like 21 special teams points. Right. So, there you go. So, they're average. I get uh, people, you know, last night, I should say people, but there were people chiming in last night saying his record is awful coming out of the bye. And I said, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't necessarily think he's been stellar, but I think we remember the losses coming out of a bye and going, you had two weeks to prepare and you looked like that. I, that I get, that, that sticks out of my mind. That I remember. But I don't think I've ever looked at it and went, there terrible no they're not terrible but you know there's been times when coming out of a bye we went oh boy all of that for that are you kidding me so okay so they're average i mean if you want to point to one thing this season it's the fact that they took the bye where they took it right I, I, hindsight being what it is having it after london probably would have helped a lot yeah yeah well it, it probably would help roger's thumb too Remember the quote break that wasn't, it was hurt, but it's broken, but it's not, but it is. (laughs) By the way, the good news is the thumb has been immunized. So I'm I'm happy about that. COVID (laughs) thumb. Right. Uh, We do have controversy now in Pittsburgh for one of my bets, by the way. Uh Did you hear this? No. Yeah. The Steelers starting quarterback plan still a little bit up in the air. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah well they both they're, stink so they're not fine. great but Deontay Johnson said today after practice he wants Mason Rudolph to be the quarterback if Pickett can't go they want Mason Rudolph he said yeah I want to see him play I know he's uh, ready to play I know it's probably in the back of his mind like dang when am I gonna get my chance I feel like this week is it for him I know he's gonna do everything it takes to be prepared and get ready but I want to see him play now, remember who their backup is to Kenny Pickett. Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, he's still in the league. And uh, Pickett took over the starting job in week four 
Rudolph has been inactive every week this season, but picket status for Sunday's game in doubt after the uh, quarterback sustained his second concussion in eight weeks early in week 14 in the loss to Baltimore. So we're not quite sure. Trubisky came in, replaced Pickett, and he did give the team a spark with a couple of chunk plays and big throws, but, um, but he also threw three, not one, not two, but three picks. So they're looking at Mason Rudolph as being the starter there. So Surprising that uh, that came from the guy not named Pickett. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, I get it. <laughs> not pick, okay. Uh, and uh, Drew Brees, by the way, coming back, he's going to help with the coaching transition at Purdue. He's going to be an assistant coach for Purdue as they get ready to play in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. So Drew Brees... Said in the statement, extremely excited to work with our, our team over the next few weeks as we prepare for the Citrus Bowl. I see it not only as an opportunity to coach and mentor this group of young men, but represent all the former Purdue players that care so much about the program. Breeze is 43, hired a, a, a as a countable assistant under the NCAA guidelines. He's permitted to work with student athletes as well as participate in recruiting activities. And, uh, you know, obviously he was, you know, with the Chargers and the Saints and you know, he was with NBC for a short period of time after the fact. But Drew Brees helping with recruiting and getting the Purdue Boilermakers ready for the Citrus Bowl. There you go. Another piece of news and notes. Tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow, the end of the week. Tomorrow, it is Bowl Mania beginning. Tomorrow is Mike Clemens. Tomorrow is Ben Kenny's partial attention to the program. Tomorrow is a good day. Tomorrow is a good day. We're looking forward to tomorrow. Good stuff. Hey, thanks to everybody watching over on the Bud Light live stream. We thoroughly appreciate it. Thanks to all of you taking a listen to us all throughout the great state and beyond the borders, whether it's in La Crosse, Aroqua, Marshfield, Marinette, whatever it happens to be. We got everybody. Milwaukee. Eminem, 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 Eminem. Time for us to go. Have a go. Soup. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.